Hey, this is Bradley Weber. I'm the pastor of Release City Church, and this is our podcast. I'm super excited that you tuned in, and I really hope today's message encourages you, gives you a sense of hope, and inspires you to pursue all that God has created you to be. Now, let's jump right in to today's message. So as we conclude our collection of talks on legacy, I want, I want to leave you with this one thought. If you're going to leave a legacy that you're proud of someday, you've got to start today. If you're going to leave a legacy someday that you're going to be, a prou- that you're going to be proud of, you've got to start today. Somebody say, well, what's that mean? Okay, let me give you the message title, make it a little more clear. Your legacy starts right here, right now. That's the title of the conclusion of this talk on legacy. So we talked in week one, and I told you this, and man, it's just been resonating uh, in me, because I think, we, I think by, by, by nature, we, we have good intentions, yes? Like we, we want to, when we get married, we don't, we don't connect in that moment with the thought of, well, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to be good today and maybe tomorrow, but after that, whatever she gets, that's, that's just what she gets. Now, we don't go in with the intention of, if this doesn't work, I'm out. Divorce, right? No, no, no. We, we, have, we have good intentions, but something that I told you is great legacies are not built on good intentions. We want to do great things. I want to be a good father. I want to be a good husband. I want to be a good communicator of God's word. I want to be a good shepherd. I want to be a good friend. I want to, uh, you can fill in the blank for you. But you want to, but great legacies are not left on your good intention. At some point, we've got to start building the legacy that we want to one day leave behind. I almost confused myself. What we do today is the legacy that you'll leave tomorrow. So your choices and your decisions and the way you handle situations is important today because it's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Some of y'all still talking today about what your spouse said last night before you laid your head down to go to night-night. Huh? Why do I know? Because some of y'all woke up still talking about it. Hello. Somebody like, was you in my house? I don't know, but somebody was. If y'all got, uh, what's her name? Uh, elect, if you, I gotta be careful. Don't say the S word. Don't say her name because she'll come on. All of our phones will go off. Alexis, whatever, right? Listen, something that you need to understand is it, there's a desire in each one of us, whether you have faith in God or not. When He created you, when God, it doesn't, if you're, even if you don't believe in God, He created you. Okay? And, and what you need to understand is, we have a desire within inside of us. We want our lives to matter. Like, we want to make a difference. You show up on your job every day, Angie. I'm, I'm picking on Angie today because you're right there, right? And Amy's like, yes, I get a day off. But, and, and, so, and so you show up every day, and you want to make a difference. She's in nursing. She's in the hospital. Where you are in your job, you want to make a difference. You want to make those around you proud. You want to make your boss proud, right? How I many want to raise? You got to do something for that. Good intentions will not get you a raise. You got to do something. And the church said, oh, me. <laughs> Just trying to help somebody out here today. Listen, we, we desire to have purpose. We want to do something with our lives to make a difference. 
God's, God's word says it this way in Psalms 112, verse 6, in the NIV says this, surely the righteous will never be shaken. Say, never be shaken. The righteous, let me just stop right there. We get tripped up on that word because we're like, but I, I'm not righteous. No, you, if, you're, if you're a believer of Jesus Christ, if you're a follower of Jesus, and you've accepted him into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, there is nothing that you can do outside of that decision that makes you righteous. You can't come to church and, and lift your hands when the pastor says, or the worship leader says, lift your hands. You can't, you can't put enough money in the plate to be righteous. It's, it's what Jesus on the cross did for you and I that makes us righteous. And then once we are in that right standing with God, he says, you will never be shaken. And then it goes on to say, they will, re- be, they will be remembered forever. Who? The righteous. They will be remembered forever. We're talking about leaving a legacy. It starts right here and right now. In essence, what you need to understand is we were created with a desire on the inside of us to live our lives in such a way that makes a difference here and now, not just for ourselves, but for the kingdom of God. And to live a life that changes the landscape of those behind us. My dad and my, and, and my stepmom, they, they left a legacy. Where you're sitting today is a product of their choice and their decision to plow ground that was hard to continue to stay the course when people said, you're not even from here, little web. You ever had people count you out just because you didn't measure up to their expectations? Let me just tell you something. Their expectations is compared to his. See, God put inside you everything you need to get and have what he wants you to get and have. But what we got to do is make sure we're wanting to get and have what he wants us to have and not what we want to have. Did you follow that little thing right there I just did? See, God wants for you, but where we start stepping off is where we get because we want something that we're not necessarily so sure he wants for us. Or she looks good. Or he, 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 he got a good job and he got a good wallet, so he'll take care of me. But that's not the one. He might have a lot of money, but it's going to be money that pays your doctor bills because he can't keep his hands off you. Because you chose who you wanted. See, the Bible says that man looks on the outside, but God looks at the heart. Because I'm not all that. Not even a little bit. But she thinks I am. Huh? Okay. (laughs) That made me feel uncomfortable. I'm just kidding. But that's how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to look at other people in the body of Christ and be like, that's why I said, man, I'm not even am I proud, but but the Holy Spirit of God is proud of you for your faithfulness. And faithfulness looks good on anybody. Inconsistency looks. uh, Faithfulness looks good on you. And faithfulness will get you to a place where you're leaving legacy behind you. You're changing the landscape through your faithfulness. It's our inconsistency. It's our, oh, let me talk about the city we live in. The reason our landscape in the city hasn't changed because there's a lot of people being so inconsistent and nobody will get committed to one thing. Are you talking about our city? God put us in this city to change the landscape. But you know who's going to do it? Not the people out there that that have an opportunity to. You know who's going to change the landscape? The body of Christ. 
Okay, let me keep moving because I got a lot of stuff and I'm on a time constraint today. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody say choices, decisions. I'm going to talk a little bit about that just in, in just a moment. But, but let me say this. If you call Release City Church your home, and if you financially contribute, and if you're financially invested in this ministry, I want you to know that you're not just about talking about leaving a legacy. You are leaving a legacy. Amen. Let me say that again. If you call this your home, and you're financially invested in this house, you're not just talking about leaving a legacy. You are a part of leaving a legacy and changing the landscape. Anybody been out to beefs? Anybody been out there to our property, our 12 acres? Y'all, seen the ch- y'all see the landscape changing? It may not be changing as fast as I want it to, but, but God is in control. And right where we are is where God has us. I, I needed that for me. You are living a legacy. What do I mean? As we closed out 2021, our family created the Dr. Dennis Weber Legacy Scholarship, Okay. And, and at the closeout, as many of you know, at the closeout of this past school year, 2022, we as a church sponsored you, sponsored the Dr. Dennis Weber Legacy Scholarship. We awarded one student a $1,000 scholarship that, was, that is being used. I know it because I know him. I know him. It's being used to further his education so that he can go make a difference. You're leaving a legacy. Next year, it's not going to just be one. It's going to be two. It's going to be two scholarships. Because we want to leave an impact. And and we're not just throwing out money because we got the money. They have to go through a criteria. They got to meet some some expectations to make sure because that's how dad was. Dad, Dad wanted to know your story. And because dad laid down his life for the students in this community, we want that same legacy to be continued. And because of your faithfulness, you are changing the landscape and you are making a difference. You're leaving a legacy. I had somebody ask me, what's our money going going toward? That's one thing right there. You're making a difference. That's not all. Then at the start of this school year, because of your faithful giving, we were able to purchase 120 backpacks. They're already here. They're in the house. There's a, this is some of them. These aren't no cheapos either. These, these, this is good, sturdy stuff. And, and then what you guys have done is you've connected with the vision of doing this. And you're bringing in, it's already starting to happen. What would y'all say? 90-something backpacks already? Or something like that? I can't remember. 89, whatever. The number's going to be 124 because we got 120 backpacks. Next year, we're going to double it. For, 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 Amy, for Amy's school, she's the, the, the principal, new principal at CES. And we're going we're gonna, to, um, uh, August 4th, I think, is uh, their welcome back or meet the teacher. And we're going to be there at a table. And we're going to, because of your faithfulness, you're, we're stuffing these backpacks. You're bringing the stuff in. Let's get that thing signed up today. Let's, let's get that sheet list um, full today. Amen? Let's get it full today. Because July 31st, everything has to be brought back in so that we can go to the school and give away 120 backpacks to... To families that may not have the opportunity to get a backpack. Maybe they get a brown paper bag with one pencil in it. And they don't get all the stuff that we're going to get. Why? Because you are leaving a legacy. Because of your giving. That's not all. 
We're able to host the largest community-wide Easter egg event. Somebody said, why are we talking about this? Because I want you to understand you are connected to a church. It's in your DNA that we are going to change the landscape of families, not just the landscape of our city, but the landscape of our families. Your family. At Strickland Park, we've been doing that egg hunt since 2014. We, I think we took two years off because of COVID. That's all right. We still made a difference. We took all the eggs that we had prepared for that year, and we gave them to all the other churches so they could have egg hunts in the, in the privacy of their, of their individual um, organizations. Somebody said, well, that, they didn't know it was from us. They don't need to. Because of your giving every Christmas, we pass out over 30 bicycles along the parade route. Not to mention all the teddy bears, 500 plus teddy bears that get handed out, given away for free. Because of your faithfulness, this year alone, we have literally given hundreds of thousands of dollars away to families within our community that have failed on hard times. Somebody say, how can I get on that deal? (laughs) That's the people we didn't go after. We didn't go after the people who asked for anything. We went after the people who were, who were trying their best. Because I was nervous about putting that in there because then I'm going to get an email and text message. Hey, Pastor B, uh, church is doing great. My family not so great. Don't, don't, mis- don't, don't misunderstand me. I have a compassionate heart. But the enemy will use the compassion that people have for God and to make a difference. To allow funds to be misused. And it's our responsibility as a a financial team and leadership team to make sure that we are not misusing. Amen? Amen. Let me say this. Last week I shared with you. This is the last last one. Last week I shared with you that we uh, gave $500 to another church in our city for their youth ministry for them to be able to go to youth camp this summer. Now, now, let me say this, because as I went back and listened, it sounded like I said Amy and I did. Even though I didn't say us, I just said we. Well, no, it was you. We needed at least 30, I mean, uh, uh, I almost said 3,500, that's what I meant. $3,500 to take our students to Atlanta to Ford Conference. We were in the middle of trying to raise that, and the Holy Spirit said, you go give $500 to that, that church in our city, that youth group, so that they can take their kids to youth camp. And then y'all know the rest of the story. More than $3,500 came in. 4000 came in. That's leaving a legacy. Okay, let me, let me move on because y'all like, okay, that's great. No, it's, it's, it's huge. It's huge. This thing that you're a part of is much bigger than what you see in this room. Because it's not about release city. It's about his kingdom. And it is much bigger than anything we could put a microscope on. Release City Church, we're not just, you're not just talking about leaving a legacy. You are leaving a legacy. You are making a difference. That's the ministry. That's the church. That's what you are a part of. But I want, what I want you to know in the few remaining moments that I have is, and it's really important, we did not do all of that stuff by accident. We didn't get through to 2022 and look back and go, oh my gosh, we're so generous. No, 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 no. It was Intentional. Let me say, I want a blessing. Well, get intentional with your finances. Again, I have not one time since I've been here ever 
preached on tithing. Not one time. Because people get funny when they talk about their money. I know that. But I know, get ready, it's going to come one day. Because I cannot up here and tell you that God has so much more for you and, 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 and that he wants to do for you. It's all connected to our obedience. It's just connected to our obedience. Come on, somebody. I'm, I'm not going to go there today, but it's coming. He already told me today, it's time. Stop holding back. Because I can't tell you how, I can't tell you that God wants you blessed and he's got great things in store for you, but I miss, I'm not giving you the key ingredient. And the reason that I haven't talked about finances is because when we first moved here, I just, I just wanted to help people step up their faith. And I had people think, well, he's just about money. If I was about money, there would have been a, a secured amount before we ever moved my family down here. There was not. It's all by faith. This church is not my source. God is my source. So don't anybody ever mistaken to think, that's why I don't take up offering a lot. I let the, I let the other guys do it. Because I don't want somebody to say, yeah, well, he's directly connected to it. No. My mission is to position you that you change the landscape of your life for your family and those around you. And that you leave a great legacy. Let's keep going. Everybody say specific plan. There's a, there's a whole lot of intentionality that goes into leaving a great legacy. And that's what we've done. Many years ago, when my parents first started this ministry, over 30 years ago, they did four things. I want you to write these four things down. They defined who and what they wanted the ministry to be. They defined who and what the ministry would be. And number two, they created a, a plan. I'll slow just so I'll make sure you guys get that first one. Defined who and what the ministry should be. Created a plan. Then they started small and they stayed consistent. What am I saying? Where we are as a ministry today. Man, this thing's fogging up. Where we are as a ministry today and the things that God is allowing us to accomplish and allowing us to be a part of and the impact that we're making in this community did not happen by accident. It started at the very beginning, almost 30 years ago, when we defined who we wanted this ministry to be. What do we want people, what do we want to happen through the impact that this ministry would make? You might ask, at the end of the day, who does, who does Release City Church want to be? Here it is. We want to be authentic. We want to be humble. And as hard as the enemy fights us on this one, we want to be unified. And the one that I think we're doing really good at is being generous. We want to be authentic. No fakeness up here. No fake. No fake. I've been down that road. That will not do anything for you but drive you nuts. I want to be humble no matter how many other acres that God blesses us with. No matter how big or small the facilities are, no matter how God expands our reach and our territory, we will always remain humble and he will always get the glory. It is not about my name or the last name that I carry. It is not about the name on a sign outside of a facility. It is all about the name above all names and his name is Jesus and he's the only one that will lead us to a place where we can leave a great legacy. 
Listen, we might miss the mark on lots of other areas, but these four areas, we, that is our main priority. Authentic, humble, unified, and generous. Because we defined as a church from the very beginning who we are and wanted to be and what our goal was to be. The same must be true in your life. Here's your points right here. Here's your points. Listen, I want to be your friend today, but I also need to be your pastor for a few more moments. I want to encourage you to take, take this formula. Here it is. Some of you already wrote it down. I'm, I'm going to break it down this way. Define who you want to be. Define who you want. Define that company more than just pulling things, automobiles and boats or whatever. And stay open to whatever else. I don't even know if that's what you're doing. I don't know. Whatever it is, define Define what you want it to be. Well, we not talk, so I have no idea. But <laughs> it is not by accident that you're here today. Oh my gosh. If you don't believe, they didn't have to come today. They're down here taking a weekend with family vacation in the water. But they made it a point to be in God's house. How many of you can say that? Well, we're here today. Yeah, because there was nothing better for you to do. I know. I I said I want to be your friend, but I also need to be your pastor. Because we're all faced with things. Vacations are fine, I'm not saying. But I'm saying there is a divine appointment that God is drawing, drawing us to when we stay surrendered. Oh, my gosh. Dude, y'all just lit. I thought my fire was going out. I thought it was coming down the end. You just lit it back up. Define who you want to be. Create a plan to get there. Start small. This is the one that we always get tripped on because we good. I'm going to go back to what I said last week. We good when the air's working. Right? But when that air turns off, hey, God, <laughs> I tithe, I do all this stuff. What's going on? But God is still in control. And still he reigns on his throne. Though the air may turn off and the heat wave come, I'll still say it as well with my soul. Amen? <laughs> All right. I'm doing good. Let's break this down. Who do you want to be? These are your points. This is what I want you to walk away with. Remember what I said. If you don't do anything with this message today, don't expect anything new to happen in your life. That was not your friend talking. That was your pastor. If you walk out of here and don't do anything with this, don't expect there to be change. Let's break it down. Who do you want to be? Proverbs 22, 1 says this, choose a good reputation over great riches. Being held in high esteem is better than silver or gold. I know what it's like to make a decision to stay in a certain place because everything's comfortable and, and all, you, you know for a fact all your bills are going to be paid. Like it's, I know. But remember what I said last week. You got to step out. Some of us are not in a place where we want the power of God, but we're not in the place where we really need it because the place where you really need it is when you really need it. 
<laughs> what kind of person do you want to be? Kind, generous, mild-tempered? I want to be that, but I struggle. Poor Dexter. <laughs> Me and my dog got into it this week. He attacked our cat and lost his mind. And then his master lost his. I'll leave that right there. So what's your plan? That's the second one. What's your plan? Proverbs 29, 18 in the King James Version says this. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Hot news flash. You're going to perish, but what are you going to leave behind? Need a vision. What's your plan? Habakkuk 2.2 2 in the King James says this. Write the vision and make it plain. Man, I can't tell you the, the, the scraps of paper and the, and the, and the uh, uh, poster board things that we found in my parents' house after they passed of all of these. Uh, what do they call those? Uh, 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 not a goal board, but a vision, vision board. Dad had vision boards. They're still at the house. As his seasons were changing, Retirement and those things. He had a new vision. Why? Because you don't get to an age and feel like God can no longer use you. Hello, everybody from 50 on up. I'm talking to y'all in the room. I'm not there yet, so I'm not talking to me. <laughs> almost. 47. I almost said, told you that my wife says I'm like fine wine, but then y'all be like, well, why does the pastor's wife know about wine? Oh, anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> I told you I was real. Some of y'all can't handle real. All right, the next one is start small and stay consistent. Zechariah 4.10 says this, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. This is the best room we've ever had as a ministry in 30 years. And there's a lot we could complain about, like the A.C., I could go through a list right now. It'd blow y'all's mind of stuff. But the reason we miss what God has for us next is because we're too busy complaining about where we are now. He knows you're ready and you can do it. He's got, he put the plan in you, the passion and the desire. He put it there. But he's trying to get you to learn some stuff on the way so you don't mess it up when he does give it to you. That could be marriage. That could be a new job. I want that. Well, great. Who are you? What's your plan to get there? Start small. You want that promotion? Already work like it's yours. Yeah, but I don't get paid to do that. Well, then... Stay consistent. 1 Corinthians 15, 58 says this. So now, beloved ones, stand firm, stable, and enduring. Live your lives with an unshakable confidence. Do not allow the circumstances you're going through to shake you up. Because God's not shaking. He's still on the throne. He's not worried about it. And whatever you're going through didn't take him by surprise. Listen, if you want to leave a legacy that impacts generations... After you and leave a legacy that can be, you can be proud of, you've got to start today. And so do I. If you want to leave a legacy, a great legacy, you've got to start right here and right now.
Good intentions don't leave great legacies. It's the decisions and the choices that you make today that frame up the legacy that you will leave tomorrow. The decision and choices that you make today will frame up the legacy that you will leave tomorrow. It takes consistency. In, in probably the next few weeks, I'm going to give you some things that God has uh, been probing me to, to be a part of in the ministry. I'm like, and I've been fighting it. God, I, I, where's the extra time for that? He reminded me, your dad did it. Your dad invested. It's part of the legacy that I'm left with. It's not only time for me to step up. It's time for all of us to step up. Because remember what I told you last week? When we get to a place where we live our lives safe, that's where we die spiritually. Because that's the place that I no longer need him because it's all about me. I like preaching with no glasses because I really can't see your facial expressions if you're like rolling your eyes. <laughs> you look like the great cloud of witnesses right now. It works. And because my, my vision's getting better, I can still read without them. I just can't see your facial expressions. So if y'all are like, stop, eh, uh, I didn't like that, Pastor. I can't see. To me, it just looks like you're like, yeah, go keep on going. <laughs> All right. She's hungry, so let's go. Here we go. So I ask again, who do you want to be? Who do you want to be? What's your plan? Start small. Listen, set some goals that listen, set some goals that stretch you just a little bit, but they are obtainable. Set some goals that stretch you just a little bit, but that they are obtainable. Because there's nothing worse than setting a big old hairy audacious goal and then you don't commit and you're no longer consistent. And you know, you know, you wonder why nothing's happening for you. I'll give you an example. Read the Bibles. Don't go, don't go into 2023 and say, I'm going to read the whole Bible this year. You get about five days in, you do good, and you miss three days in a row because of something. And then you feel bad about yourself and go, well, I just can't stop. I just, I've just got to stop. I can't, I won't do it. Make a small goal. Say, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to read one verse a day. Just one verse a day. And before you know it, your choices, you'll, you'll be a lot further along than you were. Versus, I, I messed up a couple days. Now I'm no good. That's the lie of the devil. You're still good. Because he's good. And he made you. God is good. Everybody say choices. Sean Covey said this, we become what we repeatedly do. Another quote I read this week, you and I are the sum total of our choices. You and I are the sum total of our choices. I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming down. We're getting ready to hit the tarmac here in just a minute. If this link, watch me, if this link is an example of, is a symbol of my choice. This is a choice. And if I start making one choice a day towards my goal, are you following me? And I make a choice on Monday and a choice on Tuesday and a choice on Wednesday and choice 
and choice and choice, and I just stay consistent regardless of what's going on, before I know it, if I just stay consistent, before I know it, I've made a lot of choices and a lot of decisions, and now I'm changing the landscape of not only my life, but the lives of those around me. How'd I do it? With one choice. One choice. You've got to make one choice. One choice. What am I saying? Consistency is the game changer. Our legacy at the end of the day is the sum total of a whole bunch of choices. In closing. Your choices affect those around you. Amy, will you come? Your choices affect your circle. But because we do this together, I'm asking her to help me today. So, Vanna White. Some of y'all are like, who's Vanna White? Vanna Vanna and Pat still look the same as they did when I was in fifth grade watching them. Somebody say, stay on track, Pastor. I'm, I'm with you. This, these poles represent... Oh, that's the other thing I got to tell you. You got to keep your hand on that. Because if not, all my choices are going to come out. <laughs> and some of them can't handle all my choices. Okay. <laughs> these represent lives and people. I want to make an impact, so I have to make a choice. What am I going to do? So this was the choice that we made to move down here in 2014 and serve people. We serve people. We serve people for God. So I connected. I made a choice. And then you'll walk with me this way. And then some of you through this ministry, this represents families that we've connected with and you've connected with us. How many have been impacted by this ministry, whether it's through our leadership or my, my parents' leadership? Well, let me say it this way. How many have been, how many have been impacted by God? <laughs> there you go. That's better, isn't it? Let's go up here. And so through life and just being consistent, we're making choices, remembering where we started. Stay behind me. That was our family right here. Let me say, I, I mean, let me make sure I get this right. Because we made the choice to be here. It's important that Ansley Grace, Taryn, and Caitlin, that they understood why we made the move. We linked them in. They also saw things didn't always go like they thought it would be. People talking about our mom and daddy. Why are y'all still serving? Because we made a decision made a choice and we're going to stay consistent this was our family now our family is linked in many of you have been impacted by this church I know I'm backtracking but I'm trying to keep it straight it'll all make sense in a minute we linked up with many families in this church and if I could see you I could probably go through every single one that we we have a relationship with of how God has touched and changed your life 
there's a family in this church whose marriage has been drastically changed because we said yes and we made a decision and we stayed surrendered. Somebody said, well, you're talking about you? Mm -mm 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 -mm. But it matters the choices that you make because your choices impact people. If you make a wrong choice, it could impact people also. So it's a, it, it matters who you get linked up with, by the way. So church, community, people in our community that we've had an impact. They may not, they may not go to this church and they don't have to because it's not about little C church, it's about big C church. But we made a decision and look at the impact that we've made on our family and our church and our community. I'm just talking about us, but you got to think, I want you to, I want you to insert you. And then, then all of it came along, social media. And y'all know Pastor B likes social media. Some people don't like the fact that it has to be like social media because they private message me and tell me. He posts too much. But I will always use the platform that God has given me to make sure that I can impact people and encourage them and give them hope. I don't care what everybody else thinks. Because I want to stay committed to where God called me all the way. And sometimes you're going to have to make a choice to stand with people who make choices that, that most in society don't understand and won't agree with. That's got to go back up because I'm not going to allow the enemy to steal this negative, Houston. God, there's a reason why that distraction, because, God, because some days you're going to have to make a decision that, that, that other people won't agree with. But God is going to call you to stand with people. They may not smell like you, look like you, dress like you, do it all the way that you think it should be done as a Christian. All have fallen short. And you may get some, you may get some backlash for the choice and the decision. But they didn't call you. He called you. Thanks. You can go back and be seated. And then it all comes around full circle because I've always got to come back to where you've always got to remember where you started and what brought you there and who called you there. It's hard to stay faithful when you got your eyes on everything else. You got to come back and it's easy to go, yep, it was me. I made that choice for my family. Oh, it was me. It's my church. No, y'all don't belong to me. Y'all belong to God. You've been entrusted to us to shepherd and help you and when you fall in the ditch, we fall too. We get down in there with you. Come on, let's go. You can't stop. I could go all the way back around but did you look what just happened? When I laid this out yesterday, this was not in my plan. But then it was like the Holy Spirit said, just stop what you're doing. Because I was like on a time crunch, kind of like I am right now. And he said, look around you, B. I'm now surrounded. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And I felt such peace when I was in here last night. That's just some plastic poles. But it represents lives that have been touched. 
I'm not trying to turn the attention on us. But sometimes you need, because the enemy will try to tell, the enemy will tell you all the time, you're not making a difference. Give up. Quit. I'm not even talking about me. I'm talking about you. Y'all have heard that voice? It's not worth it. Just stop. But baby, we are we in this together. And because of that choice, how low can you go? Oh, I'm too old. Uh. But see, what happens is we stay connected. Oh, I know they're falling. That's good. That's all right. We stay connected, and then your life is impacted, and then your life is impacted, and then your life is impacted, and your family's impacted, and then I come and I do y'all's, y'all's marriage, and your life is now impacted. Your family is impacted. I get a text from Lamar this week. Said, Pastor B, I just feel like that's fine. It just flows, man, like milk and honey. And I got a text this week from Lamar over here. Lamar, stand up. And Lamar said, and I know he don't want no attention. He didn't ask to be recognized. That's okay. God said you recognize. Because some people need to see, what's your role? I got a text this week. And all he said was, I need to know how I can serve, how I can connect. He said, I'm shy. My wife is shy. I'm like, you in good company because your pastor is shy. I know that's a shock to some of y'all. But it, I, I, it's, it's just, he, she, he, it's because because he uses the uneducated that's me he uses the people that aren't qualified by the standards that's me when I get around some of these other pastors who have uh, documents hanging on their wall diplomas I'm nervous that they're gonna ask me the question where'd you go to school did you go to seminary It's the voice of the enemy trying to get me scared that I'm not, the, I'm not the one he should be using. But baby, let me tell you, I'm the one and so are you. You're the one that God has called. You're the one that God chosen. You're the one that God drew all the way down here to hear a message on legacy. I could go all the way around this room and just say your lives have been touched and impacted because of choices. Come on, just let it hang on your shoulder. Your life has been touched and impacted because of a choice. My question for you today is this. What choice are you going to make? Do you want your life to count for something? Are we real good at, at, at settling and securing and, 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 and beefing up our, our personal checking account? But what account in heaven are you trying to lay up treasures for? I'm not talking about your finances. I'm saying where's your time? Come on. So you got a choice today. Worship team, come. Angie, you part of it today, sweetheart. I'm still waiting on a change of address. I said for years I wasn't coming back. But my dad stayed consistent and he prayed. And then God touched my heart. I don't know that they're supposed to. I'm just, I love them. I love them more than you know. Today, you're given an opportunity to make a choice. I only got 120 of these. Pretty sure we may have enough for everybody. If you're ready today to say, I want my life to change the landscape, first in, first in me, and then in my home, and then at my job, and everybody in my circle. What is this? This is a link. 
This represents a choice. And the Holy Spirit says, I want you to encourage them to link this to their keys, their keychain. I know if you got a pretty little keychain, that's great. Add this to it. Because you need a forever reminder. Today I got to make good choices. I'll never forget Dad, you're telling. Um, It's about choices today. I'm done. I'm done. It's about choices. They're going to sing this song, and when they start, I'm going to... Lamar, come here, my brother. I want you to stand right here. Just one per person. But everybody might not want one, and that's okay. But while they're singing this song, I want, I want you to come. We'll start with this, this section, and then we'll move, move around. And just come around and go back, circle back around. And just take this, take this. Brother Jack, will you pull all that this way? I don't want anybody to trip and fall because of a choice that I made to do a messy illustration. Then we'll turn it right into a healing service and we'll be here all day. No. This represents your choice. The choice you're making today. I want to be a legacy maker. I want to be a legacy maker. If you connect with that as they start this song in the back, let's go. Will you come? Well, thanks again for tuning in. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with your friends. For more content from Release City or just to stay connected with us, be sure to check us out on all of our social media platforms at Release City Church or through our website at releasecitychurch.org. We love you, and until next time, the best is yet to come.